Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. And now, here's this week's guest. Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, Editorial Director of Live Healthy, and I'm here at the Live Healthy headquarters. Uh, I'm here with Dr. Ma Hansaji Yogendra, <laughs> Spiritual Yoga Guru, Director of the Yoga Institute in Mumbai, which is more than 100 years old. 104 years old. <laughs> 104 years old. <laughs> now, you have literally inspired millions of people with your yoga. Like, you have led 50,000 yoga classes, wellness, mental health sessions. You have co-authored or authored more than 100 books. Uh, you sit on international and national committees to form yoga syllabi and to create yoga policy around the world, which is very needed. You've been recognized in North America and Europe for your guidance and leadership. And um, you use your knowledge and experience to provide yoga in every way that you can, through camps, through sessions, through talks, and really help people have better lives and overcome their physical and mental health challenges and give them the clarity and peace they need. And so I'm so excited to be here speaking with you about one of the biggest problems that is facing us mm -hmm. uh, in What's the world. That? What's that? Okay. First of all, you have a YouTube channel. We'll talk about that later, uh, okay. where there's a lot of resources that people can go to. Yeah. But... The biggest problem that people are facing is stress. Tension. <laughs> Tension. Tension. Stress. Which sounds good, but it's not good. Yes. Stress <laughs> in our daily lives. Stress, yes. So I guess I'll just start off and say, what do you think the main reason, you know, you see so many people around the world, what do you think the main reason for stress in people's lives is? Well, in yoga we say that there is no stress in the external world. External world is as it should be. Dog is dog, donkey is donkey, horse is horse, lion is lion. Similarly, every human is what every human is. Some shout and talk, some hardly talk, some talk roundabout, some speak lies very easily, some play politics, all such varieties are there. There is no problem. You enjoy all those varieties. The problem comes when you want to change them. Now here is a donkey. You want donkey to run like horse then the problem, then tension, then stress. Accept donkey as a donkey, understand the quality of donkey, try to understand that donkey can carry load but can't run. So accept that and use donkey accordingly, no tension, rather you will enjoy life. But here, we humans, we don't accept things as they are. We want to change them person is shouting, why did you shout at me? Let him shout. Where is the problem? <laughs> Enjoy his shouting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And But understand what he wants to say and then you behave as you are. He is shouting so you don't shout. So in yoga we say that never ever react. Reaction itself is wrong. 
every human is different every human is a very special personality right from childhood we are born with a special traits in us and that trait remains till you die you may try to change but if you are a personality who gets angry very easily when somebody is behaving differently or somebody speaks lies you will get angry whatever yoga you have learned whatever anything you have learned you will still get angry but now you have to do one thing that under the influence of anger don't open your mouth you know that i am angry now don't do action now that control we should have that awareness we should have that no action when your mind is not in a balanced state otherwise you will do wrong action and then what happens you know then action reaction and fights and anything can come and only stress and nothing so yoga is a science of discipline it is a discipline it tells you certain things you should not do means not do don't have hurt others means don't hurt others your intention of hurting other is wrong but to hurt other you have to get hurt don't get hurt somebody is whatever he is accept it don't get hurt so once that discipline comes then tension goes away you know and second point that you know that entire material world is continuously changeful what is there today may not be there tomorrow and may not be there. so it's a changeful change is constant continuously it is changing so once you know things are changing why react it will change why react you develop tolerance you develop understanding a child says father i hate you now you don't react because you know his child he, he will change he will not so then how you very comfortably smile also at child understand that right now he is hungry so he is behaving like that no or he has not slept well so he is irritating and you tolerate you accept you understand and enjoy that moment but not react so that has to come in us every human should take a decision that from today onwards i am not going to get hurt by anybody in life i will enjoy everybody as they are no? and yoga helps you do this yoga is the path which teaches you how to think because yoga says that stress is in your mind not anywhere otherwise mm -hmm. no so you have to train your mind so it's not the anger that's the problem no okay that's anger wrong. is one of the emotions but under the influence of anger when you do action there is a problem okay so don't do action okay well i am a lot less angry when i'm doing yoga so <laughs> i can tell so this is all fine and good and you know i can do this at work or i can do this at, at, on the car yes. in the car yes but what about with family and friends yes. who are that's like yeah family. very close oh yeah yeah how yeah. do you how do you handle it you see with family our expectations are very high because we are living with them sometimes we keep awake whole night when the child is sick sometimes we overdo the things when somebody is suddenly met with an accident how we leave everything and help so when we do all these things we expect also quite a lot now in we in yoga say that you have no right to expect anything from anybody even your family 
yes because family is there to give you experiences family is there to give you that fullness family is there to give you joy happiness and uh, if you expect then all this will go away no joy nothing will remain because you are expecting i am carrying so much of weight my husband should take no weight from my hand he should understand wait if he doesn't understand you give weight in his hand and say come on walk rather than expecting that your family members should know what they should be doing get it done right. i give you a very interesting example we in the institute run couples classes husband wife husband wife and couples right from the one year of married or just about to get married to 30 years 40 years of their married life now one day i asked in the class what if your husband forgets your wedding anniversary what will you do majority of the ladies said we will definitely get hurt my husband remembers wedding anniversary of my mother in law or father in law their his secretary but if he forgets our wedding anniversary i am terribly going to be disturbed you know majority of ladies were talking like that one lady said i will see to it that he doesn't forget i said what will you do he said one week before i start telling come on my our wedding anniversary is there on monday what will we do this and that why should i wait for him to remember and if he doesn't remember i get hurt and then we have a big fight why should i create fight why can't i prevent the problems i'll remember so many people in their work forget so many things mm-hmm. sometimes nowadays to i feel people forget their own names mm-hmm. people forget their telephone <laughs> numbers and to that extent because they are too much over occupied with their work and making money so all this is natural forgetting your wedding anniversary forgetting your birthday come on now he forgets you should tell that come on today is my birthday come on what are we going to do why should we want that world should run according to my way so when we don't then situations are very simple so in family what i'm trying to say is expect nothing from anybody if you want certain things say it and say it very clearly that this is what i expect and you should do it please if he does fine if he doesn't do fine but at least you have voiced it and that is required you know because everybody is busy with their own life even children at the age of 3 and 4 have tension right all of them and we always say right from womb till tomb yoga should be followed <laughs> when mother is pregnant she should start learning yoga so that the right type of what we call as sanskars the the impressions go into pers- child's personality and so we believe that this education you have mind now how to use the mind you should know right yeah and i guess if you're in a relationship why are you expecting someone to do yes. something and yes. then sitting and waiting for them not to do it exactly <laughs> that happens exactly. a lot doesn't it exactly <laughs> it seems like it's a real personal responsibility yes it's taking responsibility for your own emotions that you naturally have yes and then making sure that you don't 
spray whatever emotions are on yes. anyone else. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, and so what sort of, I mean, we can't do, we're not gonna do yoga here today, mm. but um, I wish we could. Uh, but what sort of breathing techniques? Because there's so many breathing techniques out there, um, and I get very confused. You know, you have, <laughs> you have one yeah. nostril, and you mm -hmm. have, you know, all, all sorts of things. Yeah. So, yeah. what sort of breathing techniques do you recommend to start to get people into this? You see, in yoga, one is how human mind works and how mind is supposed to work, which is called a psychology. Another is what should be the purpose of whatever action you are doing in your life is philosophy. Where do I want to reach? Where do I want to go? What do I want? Why am I doing certain things? I should know it. Just because somebody is doing I should do is wrong. I am different, he is different. So that's... And third is technology part of yoga. Technology brings all these things which is very popular, asanas, pranayams, meditation and many other little, little things. You see hygienic technique, cleansing processes, prevention of diseases, so cleansing processes, hygiene part and uh, bandhas and mudras and all these things are there in yoga and all this technology helps you to understand your psychology and philosophy. Make your life much better, much richer, much happier. So pranayama, when you talk about pranayama, mind and breath are directly connected. Yogis have observed that. That way all of us are breathing all the time. And we are not even aware what type of a breathing we have. To children, to make them aware what we do, you know, we tell children to sit quietly. They don't know how they are breathing and all that. Then we tell children, come on, run. Climb up to five floors and come down fast. So they go, climb and come, come down fast. And then we tell them, sit, now watch your breath. Now they can understand breath. They are breathing. Then slowly, slowly they calm their breath down and watch, watch. Then breath becomes calmer and calmer as they relax. This is how you teach kids. But you have to understand that breath and mind goes together. You are angry, your breath will go fast. You are disturbed, upset, breath will go fast. That rhythm will alter, it will change. So, yogis say you can't control your mind, but you can control your breath. To tell mind, stop worrying, not so easy. But to control your breath is easy. So, yoga technology is there of varieties of pranayams, in varieties of ways, you can control your breath. To control your mind, the purpose is mind management. That's the only purpose. And of course, more oxygenation to your body. So from health angle also, it works wonders. You have pain in any part of the body, you watch, you would hardly breathe. Oh, pain. So you would hardly breathe. When you are focusing on something, you will hardly breathe. Your breath is very shallow and lost. So now take a long breath, become alert and aware. So here, there are certain pranayams. And the best pranayam when we are talking about stress, tension, would be that you breathe out long with a nice humming sound. 
so that your mind is very much focused on sound. Sound is a very strong medium for concentration. Sounds. Yeah. So, with breath you see sound. So, what am I doing? I am breathing in and then this sound or put a finger and put it in your ear. Try that and now breathe in and make a sound. Isn't it? So loud it would be because you are with yourself. Mm -hmm. No other thought will come. All tension will go away. You are focused. One with yourself. And that's what this pranayam is. So this pranayam, long exhalation and holding your breath. Long exhalation with sound. What we call as Brahmari pranayam. Or the beetle when it is moving around flower, it makes sound no. Mm, that yeah. yogis have derived many techniques from nature. That's amazing. This is one of the technique. And does the vibration help as well? Like the Very sound much. is helping you. But See how vibrations. Yeah. Every cell is vibrating. Right. Every cell is responding. That's why I love this pranayam more than any other pranayam. <laughs> You're almost giving yourself your own sound therapy. Yes. You don't even need any bowls or no, gongs no, or anything. No, you can no, just no. But not in a exactly. meeting. Maybe, maybe not in a meeting yeah, at work yeah. or something. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, so this pranayam. Then there is one pranayam which helps in heat and cold management. Okay. Our one nostril is called heating nostril, which is sun, and left is moon. So when you want calmness, you activate your left moon. So when we have full moon meditation, we tell people to breathe from left and breathe out from right. Like you do this Vishnu Mudra, breathe in from left and breathe out from right. Breathe in from left, breathe out from right. That's it. Ladies have hot flushes, they feel terrible, sweating. Just do this, four or five rounds. Breathe in from left, breathe out from right. They would stop sweating, they would feel calm. You do and see the difference. And when your digestion is poor, too much of gases and not um, headaches and all that, breathe in from right, you need more energy. So breathe in from right, that is heat, generate heat and breathe out from left. So this is how yogis knew how to handle their body's requirements. Okay. They are in a very cold climate, so they increase heat. Very hot climate, they increase calmness. Okay, so mm. to decrease heat, breathe in from the left. Yeah. And to increase energy, breathe in from the right. From the right. How important are the mudras? Because I know we've had yes. a whole story about this yes. is all, there's a whole science to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, mudras nowadays are highlighted uh, and um, big science has come out of mudra. In tradition, mudras were there, but there were few. Um, one is called as yoni mudra, which is where you close all your sensory organs. Your eyes, your nose, your lips, your ear, you close your sensory organs. It's symbolic. 
and you just be with your womb, yoni, be with yourself, stop connection with the external world totally for some time. Otherwise, we have to be with the external world, but for some times, at least restart your life, rejuvenate, adjust. For adjustment, you need to stop. The water in a lake is shaky because somebody has thrown a pebble. So it is shaky, shaky. But then to calm that water down, you stop for some time. Slowly, slowly that shakiness will go away. And then you will be able to see what is there in the bottom of the lake. Till then you won't be able to see. So in this way, to have a clarity, what really I want? Why am I getting angry? Why am I getting upset? Or why am I taking tension? Situations are happening according to their pace. So to understand that, you need to calm yourself down. And so here is another pranayam, which is called as Anulob Vilom Pranayam. It is Lom Vilom Pranayam, alternate breathing pranayam, where you breathe in from right, hold your breath for some time, breathe out from left. Then you breathe in from left, hold for some time, breathe out from right. So this is how you will go on doing it. So both the nostrils, heat and cold, they are balanced. Okay. And so if you have a pain or anything, but if you balance your breath, then that pain goes away fast. Because now you are breathing, you are giving oxygen to your body, healing yourself, putting your mind not on pain, but on your breath. So automatically that pain would be handled by body. You see, our body has tremendous capacity, tremendous capacity to adjust to ups and downs, to pain, suffering, diseases. Body can handle its problem. The problem is with mind. Mind holds on to the problem. I have pain. Then the whole thing. Cancer, you know cancer, how the poor people, when they hear about cancer, they start crying only that now person will die. It's not like that. It, cancer is like a common cold or cough. It should be that. Okay. Some problem has come. But leave your body alone. Don't allow cancer in your head. Mm -hmm. I have cancer. I have cancer. I will die. Then gone. But cancer is there in body. Body will handle it. I am busy doing my work. Cancer will disappear. <laughs> so if you're doing this breathing, how much do you recommend? Daily sessions? Daily, full at one session. You don't do more than 30 rounds. Okay. But of all these traditional pranayam, begin with 2, 5, 10. That's enough. That's enough. Mm. And can you space it throughout the day? Yes. Does that help? That's it. Okay. You should face throughout the day. You are working in the office. Come on. Now, one page is over. Take one long breath. Start another page form this habit okay. so that while working very often you stop your breath since you are focusing so how you hardly breathe so remember to take a long breath and your mind would be more clear rather than getting into tension so such habit have to be formed how about digestion because so many people are having trouble with digestion does it help to yes. do this breathing yeah 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 eating? very much very much yeah. there is another pranayam which at the yoga institute we strongly strongly highlight and that is the pranayama of abdomen, which is called a diaphragmatic breathing. 
we gave the number pranayam number four. You see, when we breathe, there are three different sets of muscles which are involved in breathing. One is diaphragm, that is a big thick muscle which is dividing your thorax from abdomen. Another is intercostal muscles which are holding your ribs to expand your ribs from sideways. And third is clavicular muscles which are taking your chest upwards, chest forward. That clavicular breathing. So, these three sets of breathing means one breath. So, here this diaphragm we hardly breathe, children breathe. You see dogs when they are sleeping, their stomach moves up and down, not chest. Child you watch, stomach goes up and down in deep, but not chest going up and down. But we you grown ups, our chest only moves, stomach is tight. So, when we we're breathing hardly in, the stomach breathe. needs to go out. Yes, when you breathe in, the stomach also moves up. When you breathe out, stomach also should go in. All the sets should be used. So, keep your hand on your stomach and now breathe in, relax, don't do anything. But breathe out and put your stomach in. Breathe out, put your stomach in. Yes, now breathe in, put your stomach out. Breathe out, put your stomach in. Stomach movement, see what I am doing. This movement. In, out, that's right. In, out. And that means it's going in the right place. Your entire lung will breathe fully. Okay. Because diaphragm will go up and down, up and down. Lungs are here. Okay. So they would have a full breath. You don't necessarily need to see the chest no, rise. You don't, you have don't need to. to worry about that. You are just using diaphragm and you are using your entire lung. Okay. We humans, we use only one fourth capacity of our lungs all the time. Wow. We don't use <laughs> full lungs. We're not exercising our lungs. <laughs> we are not doing, unless you are running, climbing, then you are using your full lungs. So this is good for your health too, because you're Very. actually using your lungs rather Instead than of running now, how much we can run? As the age grows, children, they run only. We don't have to teach them anything in the beginning. Of course, pranayam is taught for mind. So I told you, breathe out and hold. That's for mind. But uh, later on, you don't have to run, but do this pranayam. So it is equivalent to three, four kilometers of running. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a lot of people driving a lot in the UAE and all the world over sitting. Too much sitting, too much driving. Absolutely. It's like an epidemic. Absolutely. So a lot of physical problems are coming from this Absolutely. Sitting. Yeah, so the pain and the experiences that people are having from that, the whole industry that sprung up to sort of treat them, what would you suggest lifestyle-wise well, that a sitting person can do? First change? of all, develop heightened awareness. Aware that how long am I sitting? Let me get up. I'm working on computer, but I'm sitting for a um, long time. Let me at least stand and work. Nothing is wrong. I will not waste my time. Or every half an hour, I always give 20, 20 minutes formula. I say every 20 minutes, you should be at least looking something very far and then lo doing the work. Or every 20 minutes, take one long breath and do the work. Or every 20 minutes, close your eyes when you are thinking and do the work. 
it, it is something like that, that you become aware about what you are doing, how long you are doing, that yoga is nothing else but science of awareness. Become little alert and aware about it and then use these techniques to help yourself. So first for that you have to learn yoga. In the beginning for learning you will have to take out some time. But once you learn these techniques, little bit of understanding of psychology and philosophy because it has to be a holistic approach and that is what the Yoga Institute is doing since last 104 years, teaching householders who have no time for themselves. Uh, you have to take care of your family, children, your work, you have to earn your own livelihood. Where is the time? But then how they should take care of themselves? Here are these techniques, here, here are the awareness. So once in office, when they are sitting for long, every half an hour or 20 minutes, if they can get up and go near window and look something which is very far, you can see a mountain there, fine. Half a minute, not even half a minute, 15 seconds and come back and work. It won't be waste of time. You will be rather working better. A doctor sitting on the chair all the time and consulting. Now what is he doing? Sitting, your legs are down. Okay. Now heart has to pump blood from down upwards against gravity. So heart has to really strain more. How they get heart attack at the age of 28 and 30 and 35 nowadays? Sitting on chair all the time and legs hanging down. That's why yogis say sit on the ground. Mm. Uh, so or bring your legs up and sit. All the heart patients first lesson I give is bring your legs up and sit. So that the gravity force is gone. So heart can relax. That's why yogis have given about 28 meditative poses, not one or two. Sit in whatever way you can sit, but fold your legs and sit. Just get into a closer yes, position. Yes, closer, okay. near your body, so that the gravity is gone. So heart can relax. First lesson. So all these doctors, we have to tell them, at least do that or walk. When you walk, heart is relaxing. Because heart is help, walking is helping circulation to go upwards. So walking, climbing, very good exercise. Swimming, very good exercise. So these three and all the asanas what we teach is fantastic. That's why we tell them that do that, then your heart is relaxed. Otherwise sit with legs up and heart is healthy. So all heart patients, they get better like this just by changing their lifestyle. That's it. You don't need to do the way in which you are living your life. Something is wrong. That's why you are sick. We are not born to suffer in life. Let me tell you, we are not born to be sick in life. Why do we get sick? Wrong lifestyle. <laughs> Long sitting all the time. And so the problem. <laughs> so that alertness and awareness about what am I doing? I'm traveling. Come on, I'm traveling, so my back is getting jerked, something. Here the roads are beautiful, of course, lovely. So you don't get much jerks on your back, but rough roads, yeah. you know, traveling. So then tomorrow you have little backache and you say, oh, I have backache. But you should know that because I traveled, I had a backache. Little thinking should be there, no? Uh -huh. 
nothing happens without any reason. Okay. What did I do to get this? I should know. Nobody else can know. That's back to not expecting. You yeah. know, you're, you're expecting <laughs> to go for a long car ride yeah. and have nothing happen. Right? <laughs> yeah. Your body is going to And then you. doctor can give you a medicine to give you some painkiller that, uh. okay, you have a back, but then that will hurt your liver and kidney. Right. So why? You should know. Okay. And so in traveling, little bit stop and walk a bit or mm -hmm. sit like this or look up while working in the office also, look down, 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 this mobile culture has created a hell of a problem. You should know that. So you use mobile, but as and when required and not all the time. So they are so looking down, head is little bit down, so your neck muscles are always stiff, shoulders are always stiff. So at least in the office, look up, look at the ceiling and then work again. So, such habits you have to form when you are working in the office and that itself will help you tremendously. Yeah. We talked before about shoulder stand because you said you do shoulder stand, yes, getting yes. upside down. Yes. How, what does that do for your body? Anti-gravity muscles, you see, when you are standing, only certain sets of muscles are used. Certain sets of muscles are not used. When you go upside down, then the anti-gravity muscles are used. That strengthens your legs. You will never have knee problem or ankle problem or any other problems if you do this. Okay. That's why topsy-turvy position is very much required. Yogis say that standing all the time, you need to put your legs up for some time. Okay. Yeah. So even every day? Every day. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Every day for two minutes, five minutes, just lifting your legs up and just uh, put your leg at the wall, rest your foot at the wall and lie down in this position. At least that much you should do. Anybody can do at any age. Children, they do all the time. They do so many things, you know, somersault and this and then legs up and down. Yeah. As we grow, we stop all these things. <laughs> it's also very good for anxiety. Yeah. Oh, tremendous. Yeah. If you do that for five or ten minutes. Good circulation on your head. Is automatically tension of your optic nerves and all the things are removed. Really? Just, yeah. just because you're changing your perspective? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Because the way in which you are living something is wrong. Top sitter. <laughs> Turn it upside down. <laughs> okay, since I have you here, I have to ask you, uh, yoga outside of India, Yeah. some of it has gotten really crazy. I know. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, gymnastics and... Um, yes showing off and fancy clothes and poses that I don't even know exist in yoga. Yeah. Actual yoga. <laughs> exactly. I think they make exactly, them up. Exactly. Just to, there's one in True. particular I always see people doing. I don't know whether. Yeah. So I just wondered, yeah, what do you think of this? Is it, are there still benefits to be derived from that kind of yoga? Not at all. <laughs> Rather founder of this institute, Sri Yogendraji, he did lots of research on all these postures. What happens when you bend forward? What happens when you put your legs up? And all such things. Right. And how much is required? Now you bend forward. You can touch your palm to the ground. Now still more bending forward to touch your head to your knee. Still more bending forward to bring your head from in between knee and put your legs up like that. Is it required really? Right. Uh, so how much is required? That much is enough which would help you to f do your normal functioning easily. Mm -hmm. You know, something fell down and you can pick it up. More than that, why, why do you need it? Right. Yeah. So, founder has made it very much clear. 
that how much minimum is required that much you should do at body level body in any case is quite self sufficient you don't have to do much with body listen to your body language body gives a language like you are eating food and body tells you stomach is full and you stop it bladder is full you say no i have to evacuate blood that's body language listen to your body language don't get busy with your mobile all the time you know so this is what is main thing in yoga and so they say that at physical level too much of twisting and turning of body is not required i tell you that all the circus people they are a great yogi then you know what else their body is so flexible right. you can make your body do anything you can make it flexibility you can become a climber a mountain climber or you can be a runner you can slowly slowly train your body to get into any of these things there is nothing but how much is required mm-hmm. we are householders we have to spend time in many things in life not just doing asanas all the time no people spend so much time in mastering those difficult postures for what and as you grow and if mentally you get angry or disturbed your body becomes stiff and then you do and you get a muscle pull mm-hmm. and then you say that i did this and so i had a problem problem came because your mind was not in a balanced state that's why yogi said that the beginning of yoga is to learn to train your mind first okay. then asanas because there's a showing off aspect yes. to it that has nothing to do with externalization yeah that i'm it's, it's right that that's it's yeah. right what we yeah. started talking yeah. about yeah. yeah yeah you're not doing Which it for you is, you're yeah. doing it for and yoga is more an interiorization interiorization i like that the interiorization <laughs> of yoga how often do you practice yoga is it every day <laughs> See now this is the question when you say practicing yoga means what living a yoga way of life okay think before doing any action you are doing yoga keep purpose in mind and do the action you are doing yoga become aware of what you are why you are you are doing yoga so you are doing yoga it's not doing yoga you are living yoga living yoga i love uh, it yeah i'm eating food now i should become alert that well my stomach is now getting full i should stop that is oh, i like it so i go on eating which is wrong then there is no yoga <laughs> so yoga is something very which has to go into your personality but as far as the what i understand by your question is when you say wow how much you are doing yoga means how much asanas i am doing that okay. yeah that's, that's because I mean. your people understand yoga is doing physical activities asanas so i divide these asanas the moment i wake up now my youtube talk will be there uh, I, the moment i wake up right in my bed come on stretch your body take one or two long breaths okay bring your legs closer to your stomach do little bit of breathing from stomach so that your intestines start activating and then you get up drink a glass of warm water and evacuate your bowels okay no constipation any time right in the morning you will be clearing your system so you are focusing your mind on doing what you should be doing not getting up and picking up a mobile mm. but watching yourself and doing your job well 
if you want to remain healthy, you have to see that your hygiene is perfect. Internal bowel movements are perfect. Toxins have to be removed every day. So, this is what yoga I am talking about. Then I go for my bath, I do lots of yoga there, asanas there. <laughs> you bend sideways, backwards, go down, upwards, okay? okay? Sit down, get up. So, in bathroom itself, we are doing quite a lot of us. And while working in the kitchen or moving around, doing here and there. Physically, if you keep active, fit, automatically so or some or other asanas happen. Okay. So, pick up, I take a walk in the compound. Now, at the Yoga Institute, we have a compound and about one acre land is there. So, we are the walking paths. So, I take walk five rounds in the morning, five rounds in the evening. I can climb four floors and come back at least once in a day. Okay. Then I take lift. Once in a day, I climb. Okay. And then other time I take. So this is how you incorporate your physical activities in your day-to-day -day working conditions. Okay. And that's fit. You remain and then fit. And fit the breathing in? Once you walk, your breathing is rhythmic, okay. automatically rhythmic. Okay. Put one step or two step breathe in, two steps breathe out, it automatically rhythm, rhythm comes in. So I love that you're living yoga, you're not doing yoga. That's right. That's the mind shift that everyone needs. Correct. Correct. Okay. So can you tell us more about the Yoga Institute? How can we learn more about the teachings? How can we engage? First of all, people come for some or other health problems. Backache, this ache, headache, blood pressure going up, and this and so on and so forth. So they learn how to bring mind out at all level. Diet plays a very big role when it comes to health. We get energy from food, water and air. So air, pranayam we do, water, whenever we are thirsty, we should drink. But food, we have lots of choices. And that's where we are spoiled. <laughs> more choice, more spoiled. Mm. Too much. Too much. Uh, likes, dislikes, I like this, I don't like this. You should eat food to get nutrition out of it. And eat food healthily, happily. Whatever is there, enjoy. Enjoy every morsel and eat. That is more important than actually what you are eating. How you are eating and how much you are eating is more important. How you are eating and how much you are eating. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people are inhaling their food. Yeah, That's yeah. a big problem yeah, that I yeah. have. Yeah. And you should eat only that much to satiate your hunger mm. and not to fill your stomach. Do you ever talk about chewing or how slowly? And yes. How we sing a song, chew, chew, chew your food gently through your meals. <laughs> I love it. The more you chew, the less you eat, the better you would feel. <laughs> That's the best row, row your boat version row, row, I've ever heard. Row, row your boat, <laughs> yes. Chew, chew, chew your food. This is great. Gently through your meals. The more you chew, the less you eat, the better you yeah. would feel. I love it. That's amazing. Okay. So, so all this. So, what was your question? Yes. Oh, the Yoga Institute. So, people come yes. when they have illness yeah. and they learn people these things. People come with the health, health problems and then bother. And then, when they get better and all that, and they understand how interesting this subject is. Mm -hmm. Because it deals with your life, yourself, you know, your mind, your emotions, how to deal with others, how to deal with nonsense of the world, yeah. how to deal with chaotic situations, all that you learn in yoga. 
and that really makes them feel much calmer, much better, much happier. So they want to do more. So we have teachers training program. We have 21 days better living course first, which is very interesting course. You can do from here also. Oh, you can online courses. Now we are online. So bet 21 day better living course. People come for one month and do a one month teachers training program where you can teach children. And then we have a main course, which is 900 hours course. One month course is 200 hours course. One is 900 hours course, where, which is a full-fledged course, where you learn even therapy, how to deal with heart patients, diabetics, asthmatics, and all that. And you learn uh, all the philosophy. The main book of yoga is Patanjali Yoga Sutras. Okay. Yoga Sutras. And they, they learn, that's a small little book, 196 lines, that's all. And that's it. That's, that's the it. core. Entire life is open there. Amazing. How to handle, what type of a thoughts come, why they are coming, how to deal with them. All this is there in that book. Okay. And that's what becomes our textbook. And so they learn this. And there are other books also which they learn. They like a textbook. And they become definitely much different personalities. When they come, what they were, and after learning yoga, what they become is so different that family members come and thank me, Hansaji, my daughter or my son is so nice now. Earlier we were worrying about them, and now they are so nice. They are not shouting, they are not reacting, but they are so sincere. They are helping so many and so on and so forth, that our teacher's training program is very, very popular all over the world. Okay. Yeah, right from Russia to America to Germany to anywhere, Brazil to Spain, Spaniards are many, and so on and so forth. Germans are many. So it's all over. And they learn and they definitely are much healthier, happier, better human beings. Different yeah. people walk out and come. Yes, <laughs> when they walk out, they are different. Transforming people. Yeah. Okay, well, this is your latest book. Yes. Yoga for All. Yes. And you have a very famous foreword written. Yes. Tell me about this fellow. Yes, the actor Amitabh Bachchan. And yeah. this book was given to him. And he saw it. He said, that's it. What do you want to give to your family? A healthy you. You should become first healthy. Mentally and physically. He has written a foreword. And uh, so this becomes so important because in this book, I have given very simple, simple techniques which sitting over here you can do, sitting on chair you can do, do something to help yourself, something to help yourself. And don't just neglect yourself, don't ignore yourself and be busy at your work or be busy at doing something. Mm -hmm. So that message is there and so when you open any page, you will be able to do something or other. And it's very simple, simple, simple asana, simple things, certain things. Some are difficult, some, but then uh, anything, some details are given and it's supposed to be so much life that people keep this like a Bible yeah. with them. <laughs> it's it looks like, oh, it's like a reference book. Yes, yeah. reference book over there and it helps. And I've come out with another book also now. Okay. <laughs> yes. What's that one called? Which, which is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there are two things. The book is there with you here? Here you have not brought. We'll give you that book. There are two things. One is cooking, food. Ah. Yeah. 
that what you should cook it breakfast or lunch or snack dinner i have given exactly recipes okay because with this involves a very major science of in uh, india and that is ayurveda yes veda ayurveda that is one of the vedas and it tells what humans are supposed to eat how they should eat according to their personality if your personality is too much rajasic type what food would be better for you to calm yourself if you are too dull and lethargic what food is better for you and so on so forth so all that i have incorporated in that book so vedic culture and uh, that's another book and then there is third book which is recently brought by uh, penguin has printed that and it's available at amazon and that book is telling you about seven major aspects which you should handle in your life okay yes okay. and so and once you do that you will be able to be much happier and better because we do mistakes if i am working in the office i am working then i neglect my family or i have uh, neglect my friend i neglect myself no no recreation no jo joy nothing i am just at work and that definitely is going to break you down and having some attack or some problems or similarly so such points i have put it across those seven aspects which if people can take care of they would be much better they are like a glass balls if one ball falls down it breaks on the it cannot be revived okay and then if something happens you can turn to living yoga and yes. breathing and all the tools yes. to bring yes. yourself back in balance i have certain people you know the husband and wife they fought with each other and then finally they took divorce mm. and after taking divorce the lady came to the institute because she had lots of bleeding and polycystic ovaries and all such problems and um, did the course and that she liked it so did the full course and she was a different personality <coughs> so she came back home and then she told her his ex husband why don't you also go and do the course okay ha ah. i like where this is going <laughs> he came uh-huh he did the course mm -hmm. he became a very different personality and both of them realized that how stupid they were fighting for little little things futile things there was no sense right. in all these things now they realized they became matured and then they got married again and then they have another child oh <laughs> i i i like it's, it's there <laughs> in this part of the world uh so ayurvedic eating is very it's veg vegetarian ayurved yeah so this part of the world is very heavy meat Mm. consumption mm. is it possible to like you know people from this part of the world have always eaten a lot of meat is it possible to see don't make sudden changes in your life right. whatever you are eating eat only eat right quantity only eat something which is fresh okay first of all cold storage stuff is a dead food okay dead food putting in your body makes no sense at all okay. body strains struggles to absorb assimilate everything out of it so what is required is freshly cooked food something which is natural fibrous okay meat is not fibrous much less fiber and so how how many problems come when you are eating meat one is constipation which is very common 
another is piles very common fissure fistula gases bloating all this is very common because of meat because if you were living in jungle and here is a deer you cook it there and there only and eat there is no problem at all i'll say go ahead but here you are buying some food from outside somebody has killed the animal and then bringing home then cooking and eating by that time it is sufficiently putrefied mm. and so why put that food into your system that's why we say we don't fight for vegetarian non vegetarian we say easily digestible food fresh food and fibrous food okay that's it no judgment there no judgment <laughs> <laughs> okay well listen this has been an an amazing conversation i appreciate it so much you yes. are a busy lady you're <laughs> going to be friday at body tree studio in abu dhabi okay. on saturday at nalaya house in dubai and you're also the keynote speaker at the arab region yoga instructors council in dubai public library so we wish you all the best with that I we're going to put the timings where people can catch that in uh, the caption and so i i can't thank you enough it's been just a joy well it was lovely to talk to you because you were keen listener Oh. People don't listen only. This is a problem. <laughs> it is a problem. I wouldn't have got very far in yes. my career if I didn't listen. <laughs> but I am going to change because I think of yoga as something I do at night. Yes. I am going to shift. Exactly. You have helped me think that yes. I feel I'm getting a little emotional, but you've yeah. helped me think that now I'm going to live it from the moment I get up. I'm going to start yes. in bed and yes. breathing. At night also you can sleep very well. Yes. If you can't sleep right in your bed, you do something or other. Okay. some breath and anything and slowly you learn how to relax yoga teaches you how to relax okay. and you experience that and then you can sleep well good sleep is equally important okay living so, yoga and good sleep that's it for this week if you liked the podcast make sure to subscribe rate and review we'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.